today's gospel lesson from the gospel of Luke. The parable of the prodigal son is one of the great Bible parables. It is all about repentance and restoration, which is what this season of Lent is about, repentance and restoration. We are all familiar with the story. The man has two sons and the younger son asks for his inheritance and he leaves and he goes off into a foreign land and squanders that inheritance. It's like the story of the man who, another man who had squandered his inheritance and someone asked him, what happened to all of your money? And he said, well, I spent most of it on wine, women, and song. And the rest of it, well, the rest of it I just wasted. (laughs) We are all familiar with this story. We've heard it a thousand times. The net end result is that the relationship is broken. The relationship between the father and the son is broken. Basically, what he is saying to his father is, I no longer want to be in relationship with you. I no longer need you. I just want the money and the inheritance that you have for me. He's effectively saying, you're more valuable to me after you die and leave me the things that I want. So because of the selfishness and sinfulness of the younger son, the relationship is no longer. And then something happens in our gospel lesson. Look at verse 17. This is one of my favorite verses in this lesson. Verse 17, it says, But when he came to himself, he came to himself. He returned to who he was created to be. He came back to who he truly and really was. This is the moment of repentance. The moment where he decides to turn away from his life of sinful and reckless living and return to his father, apologetic, contrite, repentant. He decides, I will go back and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. So first comes repentance, the turning away and turning back to the father, and then comes restoration. See, it's only after repentance that restoration is possible. And then when he goes and returns to his father, he is immediately restored. He is immediately brought back into his rightful place in the family and his rightful relationship with his father. There's no trial period. There's no, uh, you know, making him do something to earn his way back in. The father immediately and fully restores him to the family. And there's several outward and visible signs of this restoration the best robe is put on him a ring is put on his hand shoes are put on his feet the fattened calf is brought and killed a celebration party is planned and the father himself with his words declares the restoration of his son for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found The father reconciles the son to himself through his loving actions. He is reconciled through the forgiveness of a loving and caring 
Father, he is restored to his right place through the grace and mercy of the Father. It's important to remember that it all comes from the grace and mercy and love of the Father. The overwhelming love and generosity of the Father, and it's all rooted in reconciliation. That's the word that we want to look at today, reconciliation. Look with me, if you will, at our New Testament lesson from Corinthians. The Apostle Paul writes to the church in Corinth. It's from the second letter there. And I believe that this lesson is the perfect commentary, if you will, on our gospel lesson. A lot of times I struggle with figuring out why the people who put our lectionary together put certain lessons together on a given Sunday. Um, We have four lessons that are assigned every Sunday, and sometimes I feel like it's trying to put put them all together. I have friends who try to put them all together and find all the connections. Sometimes I feel like it's, it's like putting together a puzzle at a rental beach house where there's just the box and like the various, about half the pieces of six different puzzles are in there, and they just sort of say, good luck with that. But today, I think they match up. I think it works. Uh, Look at it with me, if you will, the epistle lesson. Paul writes, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Friends, when we are in Christ, when we give our lives to the Lord, we are changed. We are made into a new creation. Paul goes on to say, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. See, it all comes from God, and he does it through Jesus Christ. He does it through Christ, and it is God who reconciles himself to us, not anything that we do. It is the Father who reconciles, and it is ultimately the Father, just like in today's gospel lesson, who restores us to fullness of relationship. It is the Father who does it. Paul goes on to say in verse 19, that is in Christ, God was reconciling the world, the whole world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. See, friends, when we are in Christ, God no longer counts our trespasses against us. In Christ, we are made new. In Christ, we are reconciled to God. The relationship is restored and brought back to right, if you will. Furthermore, Paul says that when we are in Christ, we become the righteousness of God. Not because of our righteousness, just like the son in today's parable. There's nothing that he can do other than return to the Father, and then the Father offers the grace and the forgiveness. But it's because of Christ's righteousness that we are able to become the righteousness of God when we are in Him and He is in us. And then Paul concludes with these verses, which I think are a great summary of the good news of the gospel. For our sake he made him, Jesus, to be sin who knew no sin, 
so that in him, in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. Friends, this is the gospel that we are called to preach. This is the good news that we are called to share. God has given us as his church, Paul writes, the ministry and the message of reconciliation. We are called to it as a ministry and we are called to it as a message. We are called to live it and we are called to proclaim it. We're called to live it in our relationships with each other. Grace, mercy, forgiveness. We're never going to get it right, but God gives us forgiveness as a means to move forward in our relationships with one another. This is the ministry of reconciliation. And we're also entrusted with the message of reconciliation. And we're called to go forth into the world and proclaim this message of God reconciling himself to us and to the world through Jesus Christ. Friends, just as the father in today's parable forgave and restored his son, our heavenly father, through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, has forgiven and restored you and me. Friends, in Christ, God is, as Paul writes, reconciling the entire world to himself. In Christ, God reconciles us to him. Friends, in Christ, God has forgiven our sins. God has made us new. In Christ, and in Christ only, brothers and sisters, God has made us whole. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.